Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear, and on the mics with me this week is the Z-Man. What is up, Z? Did he ever return? No, he never returned, and his fate is still unknown. He may ride forever neath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. Wow. You really reached deep for that one. It's good. It's good. It's better than going high, right? <laughs> it's way better than going high, man. Uh, no, no Ganthor this week. Ganthor is, uh, he's off enjoying some family time, uh, for spring break. Yeah, he's on spring break, like, uh, like a, like a carefree teenager. Carefree teenager with his, uh, with his wife and family. Uh, good job, Ganthor. Enjoy your time off. Uh, so this week, something must be done about, what are we going to say? Mass transit? I think that is what we, uh, we decided on. Mass transit. Uh, transportation for the masses. And this is on the heels of, uh, recent news, uh, if, <laughs> If you've been watching at all anything on the internet or on television, you, you've seen a story about a man who was dragged off of a flight, a United flight going from Chicago Hare Airport to Louisville. 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 Because the flight was overbooked. Um, as, as they usually are. And this happens all the time. Um, airline, airlines do this all the time. In fact, uh, last year, somewhere in the neighborhood of 43,000 people were bumped off of flights because of overbooking. So this is a pretty standard occurrence. But what was unique about this particular scenario was that, A, it happened after everyone had boarded and was seated. And then, B, it turned pretty violent. Uh, the, man, uh, the man in question uh, refused to get up out of his seat. He was a doctor and needed, uh, needed to get to his hospital to see patients the next day. So, uh, next day. so he said... Uh, so security officers physically dragged him out of his seat and manhandled him all the way out of the plane. The The rest of the people on the plane were very upset by all of this. It was a very tense situation. So this happens all the time. I mean, airlines overbook flights all the time. So what, what they do is they offer vouchers or they offer money to get off the plane. Right. Right. They'll offer you, you know, hundreds of dollars over what you paid for the price of the flight. And there, there's guidelines for this. The, the Federal Transportation Authority has guidelines for this. In fact, if you go to transportation.gov, there's a whole section on overbooking. So the, the, policy, the policy goes like this. If you are bumped involuntarily and the airline arranges substitute transportation that is scheduled to get you to your final destination within one hour of your original scheduled arrival time, there is no compensation. If not then they must pay you an amount equal to 200% of your one-way fare to your final destination with a $675 maximum. If you fly internationally, uh, it can double to that, uh, to $1,350. So Six, wait, 675 max? Max. For a one-way, one-way. Yeah, but like going to California, you're over 600 bucks all, right off the bat. Round trip. No. Well, it depends on what day you're, what, what, when you're going, but... So it's with a, with a $675 maximum, they will... They they are obligated by law to give you the cash. Wait, is it cash or is it voucher? Well, they can offer you the voucher and you can decline it for the cash value of it. And then okay. they'll have to cut you a check. And then you have the right to not cash that check if you wanted to get additional compensation. So you could you can easily get whatever you want out of the airline. So Physically. there there isn't even a whole lot of room. Like if you're sitting in that chair, like I'm sitting in that chair and somebody says to me, you need to get off this plane. I'd be like, you're goddamn wrong. I'm not getting off this plane. My seatbelt's buckled, man. That's right. My tray is in its full and upright position. I'm ready to take off. Yeah, lock and loaded. Right. I'm not getting off this plane. You have to make a, a lot, it worth I mean, my a while. lot of the times, and that happens, I'm assuming that's what happened here, is, you know, 
we got shit to do, right? It's right. not like, you know, if I got nothing to do, like sometimes I used to fly like on Thanksgiving or Christmas and I would intentionally go a day or two early knowing they would overbook and I would just fucking go get get like three vouchers out of it. Well, right. So if I'm going to so you're right. So if I had nothing that I needed to get back for and they're willing to give me hundreds of dollars for the inconvenience, yeah, you know, I'll take I, it. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. You know? All right, I'm gonna. It's, I'm gonna be inconvenienced. This is the policy. You may not realize that's the policy when you when you purchase the ticket, but that's the policy. So if that's the case, all right, fine. I'm getting off this plane. I'm taking my. I'm taking my six hundred and seventy-five dollars, and I'm going home. But if you're out there with your family, you're not gonna take your three kids and and your and your and your wife and your husband and 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 try to make that work because you got arrangements that you're trying to do at the other end of your trip already. You got family picking you up. You gotta get your car. You gotta you know whatever. Yep. So yeah, it's. Fuck you. You're not on the plane. I get the seat. Take the next one, buddy. Each airline has their own rules on how they pick the people that could get involuntarily bumped. And a lot of it has to do with the time that you check in. So here's a little PSA from the Four Listeners program. Check in early. Because a lot of the airlines will choose who they bump off by. It was like the last ones in. Like the last people to check in would be the first people to get bumped. Yeah, I think you should do it survivor style. Ooh, now we're talking. like Like a physical challenge or something. Nice. This I like. Like maybe you have to wrestle a, a, an air marshal to the ground or something. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, like in the in the aisle, and it's a small little aisle. Like, look, if things are going to get violent, let's put let's let's do it for real. Let's make it fair. Yeah, yeah let's right? make it at least fair. Yeah, let's do it for reals. Let's let's get everyone up out of their seats. Let's turn it into a, like a little fight club. So the thing the thing that I thought was kind of weird on this one is that after this whole thing came came down and and they they were doing whatever they were talking about. They had made it out to sound like this guy was being belligerent and drunk. That's that's what that's what the comments I saw afterwards. He was belligerent after you bashed his head into the wall. <laughs> yeah, I would I would admit with that. That, yeah. that that seems appropriate. Yeah, my favorite part of the whole thing was the response from United because they were like they were like, well, uh, you know, we we apologize for having to reappropriate the passengers. I'm like, really? <laughs> Is that what you call it? Yeah, I like the uh, the memes that have been coming out have been awesome too. Oh, it's that's just my like favorite. We, we put the hospital in hospitality. That's my favorite. <laughs> there's a there's a hashtag. There's a hashtag now called hashtag New United Airlines mottos, and there are all kinds, all kinds. Like uh, here's here's one. Uh, normal flights have cabin crews. We have bouncers. Yeah. <laughs> here's one. Board as a doctor. Leave as a patient. You can United Airlines. You can run, but you can't fly. <laughs> Would you like a neck pillow or a neck brace? Yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Having a field day with it. Was it was, was it a scene from Airplane where like somebody went in and just started punching somebody in the face? Yeah, and then like a nun came in with like a lead pipe. Yeah, it was a scene from Airplane. <laughs> they called it the new United training video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that too. So it gets down to is like so. What are your options, right? At this point, because like all the airplanes are like that, all the airports are like that, all the airlines are like that. They're yep. they're all they all know they got you by the balls. That's right. Yeah, and you got no other choice. That's absolutely right. Absolutely. So how do else how do else you get there? You're going to drive. I mean, in this case here, you could drive. It was what they said it was a four hour drive from Chicago to Louisville. Yeah. So I mean, that one. You know, for me, I don't fly if I can avoid it. Anything under six hours. Six hours is where I put the cut. Yep. That sounds four about hours. Right. I mean, four hours is exactly what it's going to take you to do it anyway. It's a one hour flight with a one and a half hour getting in you know through tsa and hopefully you know um, and, and getting out of uh, off the other end that's right so you're already at three hours and then you don't even have a car yeah i mean flying is no fun you yeah. know i mean so i was listening to this podcast yesterday and i don't know where this idea came from but they were talking about the the concept of a circular runway 
and I'm thinking I'm like what like a racetrack where like you know they can take off on either side but like why would what would the ends be but no what they were talking about was a a perfect circle and it's banked how does, what and so they said that the cool thing about this is they can have three planes landing or taking off all at the same time no, no, no. 180 degrees apart or uh, um, uh, not 180 degrees apart uh, 120 degrees apart excuse me I, math's hard math's um, hard and that it would be more efficient it would save space so that you could get you could put them in uh, either in very populated areas or where the land's hard to get or they could actually reclaim a lot of space in these larger airports and that it's it's a safer takeoff and landing except for the fact that you'd have to retrain the entire fleet of pilots that sounds fucking crazy do you know the timing that you would need to maintain for that kind of thing you know the i don't vi- know if there's timing but yeah there's definitely you need to like you have to be able to land and take off at an angle well there's that too <laughs> the 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 landing and taking off at the bank yeah and then and, and you know what the you know what comes to mind the vision that comes to mind do you ever go to the circus and see like yeah. that that sphere that they have with like the six or you know five or six motorcycles all running around in there at the same time yeah perfectly orchestrated right yeah. I mean, there's a high degree of difficulty in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't imagine that ever taking off. But the con- conceptually, it sounded like an interesting idea. Get the fuck out of here with that. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, we'll just say no. We'll just know that. No, the four listeners nope. program says nope. no. Nope. Nope. Noping all over that. Nope. <laughs> you got noped. So <laughs> you watch South Park, right? Yeah. You ever see the one where uh, they have the, the it they call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the Wikipedia entry here says, uh, frustrated over the hassles of airline travel, Mr. Garrison develops a revolutionary new form of transportation called the IT. The device travels 200 miles an hour and gets 300 miles per gallon. The only drawback is its controls. One stick for each hand, another for the mouth, and a fourth inserted in the anus. <laughs> <laughs> However, there's a general consens- consensus that it's still more pleasant than dealing with airlines. There you go. Millions are sold. That, that sounds about <laughs> right. So speaking of going 200 miles an hour, so the the latest thing is now the Hyperloop. Right. The Hyperloop. They, uh, the Hyperloop they got is, one in, in the West Coast, right? Well, right. And they're talking about now – they're talking about doing New York to uh, – the Northeast Corridor now. They're talking about going Washington to New York in 20 minutes. Washington to New York in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes. I can't even poop in 20 minutes. That's what I'm saying. I mean they're talking about the Hyperloop going at 700 miles an hour. 700 miles an hour. So – so you're going to be traveling in a pneumatic tube for like I, I think it's what it's hydro it's not hydro it's uh, electromagnetic right I, I don't really I haven't really looked much into this is it is first of all is it above or below ground it's above ground like above ground rail like a monorail yeah yeah but it's okay. enclosed it's enclosed so you're in this tube you're in this tube and you get in this car and they, they slide the car into the tube and they close you in there and then they shoot you out like a bullet from a gun. Well, they got to – I mean, once you're at speed, it's fine. But, like, until you get up to speed, they're going to have to, like, ramp you up. They can't just take you from zero to 700 without people puking all over the place. I, well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, do you end up with, like, G-forces? Are you, like – are you, like, pressed into the back of your chair? Like, is your – are your cheeks now, like pr- – like, do you get, like, a facelift every time you f- you, you're you on the Hyperloop? Is this is this really happening or is this all still theoretical? This are they is really real. This is building real. They're building this thing. They're building this thing. They're building this thing out on the West Coast, and they're going to use it to transport cargo for starters – and then they're right, gonna. Cargo seems like a better idea, but like, dude, like the ter- the terrorist target that that's gonna paint. Like, all you have to do is take out one of those supports, and the thing fucking blows up. Well, uh, very well, maybe. Or you put a somehow figure out how to put a brick on the uh, on the rail, or, or, <laughs> yeah, or, or. Put like, you don't need a brick; you need like a quarter. <laughs> yeah, like, like seriously, right? 
Like you just fucking put an ant on it or something. Like it's going to derail and everybody blows up. Well, look at what just recently happened in New York City. In New York City, the, uh, a New York, a New York, uh, New Jersey transit train derailed because the the wood ties that hold the the rails oh, together yeah. they rotted out and they, and they separated and the rail set the rails separated past where they're supposed to be and a New Jersey transit train derailed and New York and Penn Station is kind of like a nexus and for for anything to derail in that area it caused all kinds of problems yeah for, I'm sure up and down the coast you're basically just because there's no way to route again around it right? no it's a single, no 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 single track Mm-mm, nope and it's just like it snarled all of the Long Island Railroad, New Jersey Transit, Amtrak, all of it, just foobar. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a pain in the ass. And the Amtrak was even saying now too that if they don't start paying attention to the, uh, to the tunnels that were damaged uh, after Hurricane Sandy, mm. that there are going to be some serious fucking problems. Oh, I mean, that's it's just been the report all around is all the infrastructure, all the bridges and tunnels and everything is all fucked. Right. Right. So, I mean, on one hand, you want something like the Hyperloop, right? Because it's it's modern and it's going to help upgrade a, a uh, an ancient mass transit system. But on the other hand, like, holy I, shit. No, I mean, that's way too fast. There's way too – it's way too easy to sabotage. I mean, how long is how long is it from New York to, uh, to, to, to D.C.? Is it like 300 miles? It's 226 miles. First of all, construction – I assume that thing's going to be extremely expensive to, to build the tube. The American Society of Civil Engineers, ASCE, recently gave the country's infrastructure. I'm reading an article from The Verge. Right. Uh, the American Society of Civil Engineers recently gave the country's infrastructure a D plus and estimated that it would take two trillion dollars over ten years to close the gap. Right, and you'll never catch up because it's just you know it's, just, it's a never-ending cycle. Right, that's right. So they're, they're, the Hyperloop team is saying that they can do they can do this stuff for considerably cheaper. Elon Musk first proposed a Hyperloop in 2013. He envisioned a route from San Francisco to Los Angeles costing about $6 billion or $11.5 million per mile. $11.5 million per mile. Per mile. Okay, that number sounds plausible, right? Well, this is, I mean, this is what you get with, with innovation, right? I mean, these guys have a vested interest in upgrading the infrastructure of this country. They want to move things and people faster to different places, further away. I mean, that sounds... It's- it sounds fucking great if you can secure the damn thing and you don't make people's heads explode when you're doing 700 miles an hour from DC to, to Well to New the other York. thing is like do they get eminent domain like for to to get the the space to build all the the pieces Probably yeah like where, right, right. Then, where do you get the land? Where yeah, <laughs> where do you get the land to build all this shit? Like who's nobody's going to want this thing in their neighborhood? Do they are they going to build it next to existing uh, highways? All good questions. All good questions. I don't know. This yeah. is this is one of those fascinating things, because uh, like everything, everything can get upgraded. Everything. Like I don't know when was the when was the last time you were ever on, uh, where, where you were on a subway? I'm on the subway every day. I take the T. Right. So you take the T. Right. What's yeah. your experience like on mass transit in, in Boston? So the red line, I get a, has a text alerting system so that you can get like alerts when there's an issue. Like it's it, it'd be better saying if they would just send me an all clear when there's no issue. It would be, it would be less less text messages. <laughs> That's easier. Just tell yeah. me when it's actually running. Don't tell me yeah. when it's not. Like between between medical emergency, police activity, and signaling issues, every day there is something somewhere. And you know it's the same issue. Is is they have one track going north and one track going south, and there's no way to reroute the one you know the other train on the in the on the other on the other track. So if there's a blockage. Nobody's getting through. 
Right. And the entire system shuts down. Right. And these are these are things that you take for granted. Like they have to work and they have to work right because there yeah. are millions of people that rely on these mass transit systems to function so that they can get to work and, and commerce can go on. Right. You know, they, these are the things that like when they don't when they don't work, like look at what happened with uh, with SEPTA last year with their regional rail where they found yeah. these huge faults. In their new in their new cars, they had these new Silverliner cars, and they had a, a structural fault in one of the load bearing struts on the damn cars. So they had to take them all off to get them fixed. In the right. meantime, everything slowed down. Everything, and this yeah. was right around the same time where the Pope was coming to town. Oh, great! So I mean, there were we were talking about an influx of hundreds of thousands of people. Mass transit was a disaster. You know, it was like, oh my god, fucking. Stop. Right, and, that, and that's what happened with us with Boston when they were trying to put in the Olympic bid. Is they're like, yeah, RT can't support what we have now. You're gonna th- throw another couple hundred thousand people in here. Yeah, I mean these things need to work. They need to be as reliable as running water. You know. Yeah. And the, and that's just that's the reality. Is just they're not. I mean there there are. I mean like the New York subway system for all of its for all of its age and it shows its age from time to time, but it's unbelievable in how it functions. I mean there's but just. There's so many fucking lines. That's what I was about to say. I mean, there's there's so many subway lines, and you can get all over New York City, with the exception of Staten Island, because fuck Staten Island. You can get pretty much all over New York City just on a subway, from the Bronx all the way to Brooklyn, and you don't even have to pop out, you know, into the you know into the sunshine. Um, the New York subway system is amazing, and so is the one in London, the the tube, as they affectionately refer to it as. And I just saw I just saw an article where a group of people got busted on the tube for having a full on rave. They actually had in one of the cars at the tube. They had lights, they had music, and they had a, a DJ. They had a <laughs> they had a whole thing going. They were at a whole a full on rave going on on the tube or in the tube, uh, and until until uh, officers had to come and break it all up. Now, why would you do that? So hold on. So what did they get cited for? Disturbing the peace, I suppose. Was anyone disturbed? Was there any complaint? I, I imagine there were people there that weren't interested in raving, that they were just trying to get to their jobs. Well, they, could take, they could take the quiet train. They That's didn't right. have they to take, take the, the one quiet with the flashing car. lights. That's right. Yeah, if they I were... Think, I think that should be a regular part of the uh, evening service. That's what I'm thinking, right? I mean, if you could get on a subway where there was a rave or a party going on... And a bartender? And a bartender. That's what I'm saying. I would that's, take, how you can, that's how they can fix the deficits. That's right. I would take mass transit. Yeah, that's a nice revenue generator, right? Right. Yeah. I would pay 10 bucks to take a, get a drink on a tea <laughs> on the way home. Definitely. <laughs> Let's spice it up a little bit, right? I mean, look, mass transit's a little, you know, it's a little, eh, it's a little outdated. Yeah, it smells. Yeah, people, people do awful shit. You know, if you want to clean it up a little bit and you want to have a little fun, yeah, turn, turn one of those subway cars into a bar car just like Amtrak has. Yeah. Yeah. Little rave, little music. Nice. Two dollar uh, door door uh, door charge. Yeah, right? sure. I mean, you get a little a little extra. Uh, you know, you, you have your fare card or whatever else. You, you know, if you're in New York, you get a metro card. You get a little extra off the metro card to go into the rave car. <laughs> you can go and have a good time. Could you imagine? Because the subways don't stop all night. It would just be an all night party. People just circling around Manhattan on the rave car. Sounds good. And they can put as many people as they want in there. They can take out the seats. That's right. It could, That's be a, right. could be a standing car. Can you imagine? <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna propose that the next time they're trying to they're talking about raising the uh, the rates of the of the tea. That's right. Instead of raising rates, just offer more services. Offer more services. Uh, a little rave car will go a long way. Yeah. 
Um, up here, uh, the bus actually runs pretty well. I, it's gotten better now. Uh, we have a whole new bus line. Uh, they're, they're all brand new like buses. Um, so that's kind of fun to ride. I haven't been on a bus in years. Boston, they switched everything up to uh, metro cards, right? So everything's – I think the, New York's the same thing. They got a, you know, a little paper thing with a magnet strip, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can – if you get like the daily pass, the regular pass, they give you like a, a, a chip, a chip card. Yep. So you can just tap it. And that's great. It works great. The buses still take cash, our buses still. And like the people who use it are like using – like emptying out their change drawer every time. It's like, oh, I got to put in a dollar eighty-five. I'm gonna do it in nickels. <laughs> and then you're sitting there watching them drop it one, yeah. one nickel at a time. <laughs> yeah. Plink, plink. And you're like, what the fuck? And it takes like twenty minutes. And the bus driver's just sitting there staring at them. Eventually, usually they just end up waving them in, which is probably why they're doing it because they right, know that yeah. the bus driver isn't gonna hold up the whole line while this fucktard spends sixty minutes uh, trying to drop nickels in. Dropping nickels, right? But it's like most of those places are near T-stops where you can just go down there, put the money in the machine, use your credit card, and get a card. But uh, no, everybody wants to pay cash, and they're using like the busted up old $1 bills oh. that don't go through. And it's just like the thing with the vending machine where it's like – got to take it and rub against the side to straighten it out. Oh, my God. These are the people – these are the same people. That probably bring like twelve items on the express line when they're when it's like you know ten or ten or less. You yeah. know what I mean? Fewer. Ten or fewer. No, it's ten or less. I don't know. Well, whatever. <laughs> Ganther's not here to correct me, so f- <laughs> fuck him. Um, <laughs> but like these are the people that bring too many items to the express line. You know what I mean? Just to piss everybody off. Fuckers. Fuckers. The world revolves around them. Oh, I hate. I hate every one of them and all their nickels. Uh, Minion got was going to get a new shirt, and it's like the more people I meet, the more I love my dog. There you go. That's about right. That's about right. What's your What's your favorite um, mass transit uh, thing? I'll give I'll give you I'll give you an example. Because <laughs> I my the, my favorite mass transit thing was the San Francisco cable car. Okay. Have you ever ridden on the San Francisco cable car? Yeah, I lived there for a year. Oh, it's fantastic! It's so. Uh... It's all, oh, dude. For one thing, like I didn't know this until I got to San Francisco. But the cable isn't the um, the T has the the cable like the electric cable above uh, you know above your head, right? It's yeah. on um, uh, some of them are above, some are some are third rail, but yeah, right. The cable for the San Francisco cable car is actually in the ground, and it moves, and it moves, it pulls, it pulls yeah, the cable car. It's, yeah, it's not electricity. It's it's a physical moving cable, and the cable car locks onto the cable and I, it gets pulled up. I was fascinated by this the uh the coolest part is the turntable at the bottom that they use to spin the car around yes it's awesome in order for the cable car to go like change directions at the end of the at the end of the line yeah it's like it's like a a platter the whole thing spins around it's insane that it's still a thing but um crazy engineering right oh man i love the san francisco cable car i was like and, and the fact that they let you just hang off the side of it yeah, they don't give a fuck. It's fucking – it's <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, there's no seats, and it's all open, right? First of all, the, the cable car is all open, so you're either sitting with no seatbelts, just hanging, you know, just like on the side of the cable car, or you're hanging onto a strap just on the step while this thing is doing 30 miles an hour going down a hill. Yeah. And this a is a San Francisco steep, a hill. hill. Right, this a is like a, like a 75-degree angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you fall out of this thing and you're going for a goddamn tumble. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I can't, um, I couldn't believe that they were letting us do this. And I was drunk as shit when I was doing it too. Like I couldn't believe I was giggling the entire time. Like I couldn't believe I was doing this. <laughs> I was like, who allows this? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite mass transit, but the um, I haven't tried it yet. But I'd like to try one of those 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 beer biking things where like you have six people or eight people pedaling, and a, and a sober person driving. You're just <laughs> literally drinking and and adding energy to to a to a bike chain. Yeah, beer muscles. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a great idea. That's mass transit right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, trans, it's trans, transporting masses. What did we learn? What did we learn about transportation, mass transit, uh, shenanigans? What did we learn? Uh, anal probes are better than airplanes. Yeah. Um, what did I learn? I, I learned uh, that yeah, United has some splaining to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I learned that the, the Hyperloop uh, sounds more like fantasy than fact. Monorails. That's the other thing. We need more monorails. Monorails. Need more monorails. So if you think we need more monorails, why don't you go ahead and let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash listeners or fourlisteners.com. You can check out the show on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes or on Google Play. Just search for Four Listeners. We'll pop right on up, and you can give us a tweet on the Twitters at Four Listeners. We thank you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you'll check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch of It happens all the time. I mean, it, it, it happened in a very bad way to this particular gentleman. Um, what are you doing? What, what is that? Sorry, I had to uh, <laughs> I had to turn on the light switch because my computer wasn't plugged into a uh, a light switch activated uh, plug. Sorry. Just like... Is that what you heard? No. <laughs> I was trying to do it um, nonchalantly. No, there was nothing nonchalant about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.